0: What's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio, coming to you live from the Wynn Casino here in Las Vegas out of the Blue Wire studio. I'm joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, and it is Fight Week Tank Davis talking big talk. And I guess I mean that, or he means that literal, since he's saying he has cruiserweight power, and there's no way that our guest yesterday, Shakur Stevenson, will stand a chance with him because he has no power. So we'll be discussing... The potential super fight that we had a chance to talk about with the opposite side of this fight in Shakur. He believes it is a fight that can happen. Danny, how about you?
1: Uh, I think one day. I think <laughs> I, I think this is a fight that one day can happen. Um, A day in the not-so-near future. future. But obviously, that is not the case for Hector Luis Garcia, who will be in the ring. If everything goes right uh tomorrow night against Javante Davis in Washington, DC, I fly out tonight. I'm on the red eye to DC um, for the fight. And I'm I'm excited. I'm excited because at the end of the day, Tang brings him out like nobody else. And you know, Hector Luis Garcia is a, a world champion. Great undercard. We, you know, we have some money on the line this weekend. And uh, I'm definitely excited.
0: For sure, man. Uh, What do you think needs to happen for a fight like this to take place in 2023? Shakur and... Shakur and Tank. Middle East money.
1: Middle East money. All right. I mean, paint that picture for us. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we've seen the Middle East make a strive to grow their tourism and they've made a play at some fights, um, at some sporting events. We just saw the World Cup. Um, we've seen AJ fight out there a few times. So I think it would take, you know, just a big investor uh period that has interest in the fight, willing to pay for the fight, um, because it there's gonna be a lot of money uh needed for this fight, more than more than if they were on the same side of the street. Let's say that.
0: Mm, I guess. I guess that's logical. If they're on the same side of the street, they could find a way to make it work. Um. But middle east money. I think. Big, I don't know. Big investor, don't, champ. That's what I'm telling you. I don't know. I mean, I think it's it more boils down to tank making Shakur the offer. Similar to Showtime to Demetrius or Demetrius to Charlo, you know? Hey, here's X amount of dollars. Come on over. Versus let's do a co-promotion. Let's wait a bunch of years. Uh, because I don't know. Shakur strike doesn't strike me at the type, as the type that if, you know, Tank beats Hector. Luis Garcia and Ryan Garcia, and his third fight is in Off of the Shakur. I don't think you're gonna turn it down to come back and revisit it next year. Like, we know what Tank is, and after the back of beating Ryan, 100,000, he's taking that. 100000 why we? Why would you even say something that you no. know isn't even realistic? I'm just saying, like... What do you mean? What are you saying? We both know Shakur would never receive an offer for 100000 Like, why would you even... He don't want this fight. And I get it. No, I get it. But no, like, no, wow, no, 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 that's where I you're mean, going?
1: I'm just saying, because you, you, you're saying that no matter what the offer is, you know what comes on the back of it.
0: And that he should be accepting it. So th- I'm asking you. I just under, I just believe that I thought you, after I painted that picture, would have understood it. If Tank beats Ryan, what other marination is left? It's after Ryan, everything else is about skill. So it's like, Mayweather Mosley, you know, uh Oscar. Pernell, you understand? That's what's left after Ryan. Ryan is the big, you know, glitz and glamour fight, but after that, it's Shakur and Devin. Mm. Two sharp boxers. So, yeah, I don't get it. Like, people people want to stay undefeated to fight Canelo. You know, people want to stay undefeated to get that Ryan fight. But, like, once Ryan's off the table, all you got left is the cash cow. I don't see what would Bob be waiting for or marinating to. Like, That's it. Tank is taking Ryan off the board. Right now, there's a bit of a debate for the weirdos. Obviously, Tank is the A-side, the star, the draw. But some believe all the social media power that Ryan has, the crossover commercials, the GMC commercials, the Gatorades, the things of that nature will make this a huge fight. I guess we got to wait and see. But once that piece is off the board, what's left? For Devin and Shakur other than the cash cow of the division. I I don't know. Maybe you guys can explain to me in the chat, but I don't see what we'd be marinating to 2024 to. Like, there's no one Shakur could fight to make him an A-side versus Tank.
1: No, I I don't think that's the case. I just think that, you know, one guy's on ESPN, the other guy's on Showtime, and... You know, I think each side is gonna want, you know, more than what should be agreed to. Hmm. You know, or what will be agreed to.
0: I don't know. Once upon a time, um Bob said you give Canelo whatever he wants. Am I saying the tank is Canelo? No. Am I kind of trying to insinuate that? Yeah, a little bit. We've heard Bob trying to do business with Javanta. Four years ago? Four years ago, he thought he was ready to be on pay per view versus Loma, right? Am I exaggerating? Is it three or is it four?
1: I think it was, uh, I think you're spot on
0: 2018, 2019. So again, why wouldn't the Bob father of boxing see the tank has only elevated since then? Now he, again, hypothetically in this conversation, has taken off Ryan. Bro, he is the fight. I don't know the, the... There's no more marination. But again, that's just me being, I guess, optimistic boxing fan, one the best, fight in the best. You know, I can see it, I guess, you know, in a glass half-empty world going your way. Does he...
1: Does Javante Tank Davis hit like a strong cruiserweight, do you believe?
0: Um... Strong cruiserweight, that's a little bit of a reach. But, I mean, we've interviewed enough guys to say that the power is, you know, not, you know, when they say real, they emphasize real, you know? They don't just be like, yeah, the power's real. No, it's like, yo, nah, the power's real. It's like, you always see someone no, get a little animated. All, all the time. Yeah, you know, so... Regardless of who it is,
1: mm-hmm. all, you know, that that's the case all the time. You're absolutely right. Um, And look, his fights are electric. You know, I've told you, I've said it in this very studio time and time again. I think Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia will be the fight to open up uh, Legion Stadium as far as combat sports. So you still think we getting that this year in Allegiance? In in Allegiance Stadium, yes, I do. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that again, that would only make it even. You know easier for Shakur and Top Rank to make their decisions uh, because, you know, out of that comes a big winner, a big winner, Uh, but we are scheduled to have Frank Martin in the show today at around 1230, 330 Pacific, uh, 1230 Pacific Standard Time, 330 Eastern. And obviously, we had Shakur on the show yesterday, speaking about Frank. Now we'll get Frank on, and hopefully, he heard our interview. Is he in person, or is it Zoom? It would be Zoom. Um, Frank is back in. No, nah, I was hoping he'd be in you know, town. Great state of Texas. I don't know why
1: he'd be in town, but no, nah, I would. I would
0: have. I would have loved for him to be in town. If I'd anything, get it.
1: no. If anything, um. He probably... No, because I'm thinking the fight, but the fight's in D.C. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, he he would be out there. Yeah, man. Which, uh, I mean, he should be out there. Look, Errol, his promoter, Errol Spence, has uh brought his name up as a
0: potential...
1: Opponent uh, uh, for Tank. Opponent for Javante Why Davis. not be in
0: the audience? Why not get those interviews... But I guess I got to flip the question back to you. Do you think uh, Tank has that cruiserweight power? Oof. Or rather, let's phrase it the way he said, hits like a strong cruiserweight, because that means he's hitting like, not like Usyk. (laughs) You didn't think Usyk was a strong cruiser? Nah, 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 nah. Strong cruiser would have to be David Hay. David Hay was an animal at cruiserweight. And he undisputed.
1: I think he was more than strong. Who? Usid? No, David Hay.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course he was more than strong. He had skills, but he was, he was, he was, he was getting knockouts, and that's all that matters. You know, that when you think strong in boxing, you think of knockouts. Yeah, but he he didn't say
1: uh uh he hits like a killer or a
0: but he's already a killer. I mean, my man only ain't knock out two people.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know that he I don't know, champ. What, don't you know that? I I I'm gonna just say this. I feel that a strong cruiserweight would have knocked out Pitbull.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're you know saying. You so saying you can't hit that hard if you ain't knock out Cruz? It, well at
1: the at the to your comparison, I I can't I cannot say that. Mm. Okay, but I mean we all know he's strong as fuck. But as far as Shakur not being able to be in the ring with him, I, I have to disagree. And the reason is, I, I know they've sparred. Mm-hmm. That aside, um, look, man, these guys are sparring the best of the best. All, all of them. You know what I'm saying? So, Shakur is still getting in there with Jared Anderson. Now, J- Jared is holding back, but, you know what I'm saying? He's still getting work with bigger men, stronger men, more physical men. And... I think that not saying the edges to either guy, but both guys are ready to step into the ring with one another. Right now, we won't see if we won't see it for any time soon, but right now, they're ready right now. They being
0: tank and, and Shakur.
1: And Devin Tool, you know, whoever. I mean, yeah. It's, it's
0: funny that Shakur's mentioning all these fights. He hasn't had one. Oh. oh, oh. That's that's dope. Oh, it's that one. It's funny that 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 Shakur's that, that being mentioned in this, uh, you know, in this conversation. He hasn't had one fight at 35 yet. I mean. You mean what? Tank mentioned them, But that's obviously because people are bringing him up to Tank. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear like, you. yo, Shakur's in a division now. I'm sure that's how it's coming about.
1: No, absolutely. And I mean... Um, still looking for an opponent, as we spoke to him yesterday, still looking for an opponent for his, uh, April 8th homecoming.
0: Um, lightweight debut. Man, I wonder, they can't do Shinshido out there. They are not gonna do Shinshido. It makes more sense. Jermaine, Jermaine is like five hours from north Bro.
1: Is there not a lot of, uh, Japanese?
0: I don't know. In, in New York City? What you mean? Oh, I thought they was going to north Yeah, it's crossing a bridge. Nah, man. Come on, man. It's not the same thing? Not for everybody. I'm telling you, them 12 miles be a lifetime for some. Really? What? you kidding me? I don't
1: know. I feel like uh, they're... Let me see what the Japanese population in
0: New York City is. So, I want to just read some of these quotes here. Look Um, at that. 30,000. What? That's it? 30,000 people. Where? In New York. That's it. Bro, the stadium holds like 14. I would want them numbers to be so much more. 18, maybe. Like, you kidding me? Man, you only need like 1%. So, if it holds how, how many? Check this out, bro. And I quote, why is Stevenson talking like he the best? He didn't even fight at 135 yet. He didn't even have power at 126 or 130 or none of that. All that stuff is okay. How can you stop people that can actually hit, though? No matter all that boxing, you're going to get hit. What you going to do when you get hit? And I get that point, end quote, right? I get that point from him, but he's forgetting yeah, you he could box. When I touch him, what are he going to do? But that's the thing. Like, you don't know if Shakur could take your punch. He ain't never sure he got hurt. I've never... I've never seen him hurt. And based off that Nakatilia fight, we know it's going to be Tank job to come get him. Because he's going into the fight knowing that Tank has power. If you're Shakur...
1: Do you ask for a bigger ring in that fight? Do you ask for a 22, 24-foot ring if you're Shakur? If you're Bob Aram, if you're top rank?
0: If I'm Shakur, do I, ask for, I ask for a 22-foot ring like Plant. Shit, if you could get a 24-approved, you get that approved. You give Tank. Tank sends you the offer. You counter. With the money, obviously, a little bit, and then you counter... 24-foot ring so they could come back to a 22. You agree to him being introduced as a champ, him walking out last. You just want the ring so you could do your thing.
1: I like that. I just want the ring so I can do my thing. I like that. Uh-huh. So you are in the belief that that the bigger ring does help. Um, And were you surprised... Yeah. Were you surprised of when... Of course the ring helped. And were you surprised when um, Jose Benavidez Sr. revealed that to us in our interview with him yesterday? No,
0: that was, he, he he did that before. I think he did that when he was in person. Like, he told us that before, but I I just believe that... It, like, I I I legit fought in Jose, Jorge Caputillo's gym, Javier Caputillo's gym. Bro, it's just like a fucking 10-foot 10, 10 ring in the inside. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, no, it's... it's uh, the rings make a difference. You ever seen that 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 let's call it a reel of the two, uh, call them Asian boxers inside that little ass ring and it's just like boom boom boom. Yeah. It's like inside fighting. Yeah, bro, that's you, rings make a difference. Absolutely. Ask Anthony Joshua in a rematch with Andy Ruiz. I think he had a twenty four foot, if not twenty two for sure.
1: Yeah, man. uh, That caused a lot of dispute in the uh, Canelo Billy Joe Saunders
0: week of. I thought it didn't. I thought uh, Canelo said give him the ring. I thought Canelo didn't care. But then I yeah no bro, that
1: was definitely a thing because when they got there, they measured the ring and the ring wasn't the size it was supposed to be. Mm. So then Billy Joe said he
0: wasn't fighting. Cause I was out there. I was. It was like bubble. Like everybody... yeah, but that had to been a mistake because wasn't that already in the contract the size of the ring? So whoever built it messed up. Right, and the guy pulled out because there was there was even. Oh six... yeah, for sure. I mean, look, it's yeah. in the contract. He just he was just flexing. Yeah, they, you know. he made eight mil for that man. He wasn't going nowhere. Six, I think, something like that. He wasn't going anywhere. Uh, but I got some more quotes from Tank Davis himself, who says. I ain't going to take away credit from the dude. I think... Oh, no, this actually Shakur, right? This is Shakur. He says, I ain't going to take credit away from the dude. I think Davis is a hell of a fighter. I mean, look at him. He's fighting pay-per-view, knocking these dudes out. They don't take away the fact that I can beat this dude. This dude knows he can't beat me. Yo, that's funny. I wonder how that spawn went for you to feel the tank feels you can't beat him you know that's interesting man i wonder uh, you know you got you have to have done well for you to feel like he knows he can't beat you and you know there is something there in tanks quote he said all that boxing is good but what you going to do when you get hit so he's saying it yeah he could box he's a good boxer but what happens... When I punch him. And look, at the
1: end of the day, it's different. Um, you know, you're sparring in 16-ounce gloves. You're fighting in 8-ounce gloves. Half the size of that. No headgear. Um, under the bright lights. In the moment. Fans. Adrenaline is different. Um, a fight that, like I said, I would love to see. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Us, You think it's more realistic to happen sooner rather than
0: later. Realistic or optimistic? Which one is it? I think it's realistic because, again, once you take off Ryan, you're the ultimate cash cow of the division. So, you know, he's already got that fight scheduled, and uh, we're headed that way. But recently, Adrian Broner did an interview, and we all know that Broner kind of gets credit for discovering Tank. And, um, you know, even he said that Shakur Stevenson would be the most difficult fight for Tank. He did
1: say that. Yeah, he did say but he, that. Still but I want to
0: Javante though, and that's what I was gonna say. I want to say I remember him saying um, he picked Javante.
1: Still picked Javante in that fight. Not surprising, as they um, have a very close and long-lasting friendship. And like you said, uh, many do credit Adrian Broner. For discovering Javante Davis And putting him on with Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. But if you are
0: tuned in We do appreciate it Smash that like button Well damn Looks like Frank Martin said He gonna have to reschedule For a later time today Or reschedule for Sunday
1: Sunday is Thursday
0: Day of the Lord Show business bro What do you believe This is wow. This is crazy man it's crazy, man. I hate I hate that. Well, that's not good. That it happens. Ru- that ruins it. Cause, you know, obviously Earl wants him to fight Tank. Tank is fighting Saturday. Cor- we just had Shakur yesterday. Talking about him. <sighs> it would have been beautiful if the pieces could have just fell together properly. But it is the life that we live. Show business But our phone lines are open If you want to call in And voice your opinion On said topic Do you think A Tank has that cruiserweight power Or is it in as strong, Like a strong cruiserweight And what do you think Of that potential super fight Between Shakur and Tank Who wins it And how Let me break that poll right Should we go with that poll Or are you too boring for you No
1: go ahead champ Knock it out the park We actually may have A uh, in studio guest Oh is your man's there Um, I'm trying to see. He said he was on his way, but... Who's that? Um, well, I don't want to say in case he doesn't
0: show. Oh, okay. Maybe another show. No worries. So, uh, for Tank, what are we doing? For Tank, what are we doing? We doing by decision or we only putting KO because that's what he do? No, nah, I mean, you got to <laughs> do both, right? You got to do both. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. So we going to make this poll. I-, I wonder, did we ever do this before? What are they going to yeah, really they- say here? Darnell, yeah. Who's Darnell? Power Hands. Oh, yeah. What's up? Bro, you have,
1: like, the memory of... Uh... You never told me that was his name. Alzheimer's individual. Yeah, we're, uh, oh, we'll, uh, we'll go to commercial okay. and uh, bring our guest in studio and be right back.
0: Yeah, and while we go to our break, you can go ahead and come down to youtube.com forward slash the box invoice. Not only subscribe and like the YouTube video, but also vote on our poll Javonta Davis versus Shakur Stevenson. Who wins and how? We're going to be looking for those uh, results here in just a bit. And we'll be right back in a second. What up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, and we're joined alongside Darnell from Power Hands, and uh, we had the pleasure of meeting him at the WBC convention and, and getting a little bit of the backstory. Because for us, we really only knew Power Hands because of Andre Ward, but it was really uh, amazing how that story came about. Um, so, before you jump into there, let everybody know, obviously, a little bit about yourself and and how you, I guess, started Power Hands.
2: Really. Yeah, no. Thanks for having me, and, and congrats, I man. You guys have done an amazing job in the studio. Appreciate First of all, it. Thank you for having me. But yeah, Power Hands, man. We founded Power Hands in 2014, and uh, really was based on a MacGyver-like training method I was using for basketball specifically, where I would put gardening gloves on my hands and uh, ankle weights on my wrists, mm. so it made dribbling the ball far more difficult when you were training versus when you were playing. So I did that for years and years, and um, eventually started training NBA guys, college guys, and the feedback was amazing. So. I was like, let me make this an actual product. Let me uh, put the weight in the hands. You know, you think of all the workouts you do squats, bench press. What do you do for your hands and how important are your hands, right? You do them, use them every day for almost everything you do. And uh, man, we formalized it, made it a company in 2014, started off in basketball. And then fortunately, uh, Andre Ward got a glimpse of it on a basketball player and said, hey, I've been shadow boxing with dumbbells for years. It's not natural to hold something. I'd love to incorporate these gloves and help you kind of create that product. And so, That was kind of our entry into the boxing market. And obviously with a guy like that, you know, it was amazing to to have him, you know, be a partner and and be involved in creating that product.
1: And how quickly after um, Power Hands began did Andre Ward reach out? Man, you
2: know, it was within the first year. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So our marketing strategy was we didn't have a big budget. So we used influencers, right? So we went after all the big basketball trainers and and basketball influencers. And uh, Andre's a big basketball fan, of course. And uh, I remember one night, he, I got an email, and it said, hey, this is, you know, my name is Andre Ward, you know, I'm a boxer, you know, world champion, da-da-da. And my first thought was, you know, I've been a boxing fan since I was little, so I thought, yeah, okay, Andre Ward's emailing <laughs> me about getting involved, and we're yeah. less than a year old. So, I didn't believe it was him. And um, we got on the phone the next week, and I mean, you guys have met him, he's just a humble, solid guy, uh, had great conversation, he wanted to understand how it benefited his body, you know, and how he saw it incorporate, yada, yada, yada. So, it was, it was fairly quickly after, and then... Man, it took off in the boxing space, and it's been amazing. But again, coming out with a guy like that, it's just—it's kind of one in a million type guy, you know.
0: Is it even a fair question to say what's been more beneficial for you as a company, basketball or or boxing? Because boxing is such a niche sport. Or could you
2: surprise us with the answer? Yeah, I w- here's what I would say. I would say I think boxing probably took off faster, uh, in terms of people around the, the sport knowing our products and us seeing different fighters, right? Seeing a Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, guys like that using our product. And we have never met them or worked with them or have any partnerships and they're using our product. And it's like, wow, these is, we're getting superstars to do this, you know, in the you know, first six months we're in business or at least in the boxing business. Um, basketball still is such a big sport, right? I mean, 30, 30, 40 million kids that play basketball. It's a hard market to beat. And obviously, it's a global market. So we've we probably... I'd say the mix is probably more 70-30 when it comes to basketball boxing, but, you know, the boxing space, I mean, that's, it's a passion of mine outside of basketball, so I love being in it. Do you have more success, you think,
0: with, uh, like, college and high schools, or is the professionals, obviously because of the money, is where the money's at? You know, what? from a marketing
2: perspective, uh, we had to use the influential voices and names to gain credibility and have a validation for the product. But the market we serve and what we run to attack is the kids that play that are not... They don't have to be the elite kids. They could be the kids just learning how to play. Mm-hmm. That are just trying to develop their skills. Of course, we want the elite kids. Of course, we want the pros. But it was how do we get these young guys going? And so the bigger, broader market is the is the basic, you know, high school, junior high school.
0: Uh, it's so crazy. When I had hoop dreams many years ago and I thought I was going to be in the how NBA... Many years,
2: how many years ago was that, champ? So, <laughs> many,
0: so many <laughs> years. Listen to So many years. This story is sad because... You know, the marketing used to attract me to these particular shoes to build my calves to dunk. Remember those? Jump what would they call it? Strink shoes?
2: Strink shoes. Strength. Yep.
0: Bro, it's on East Bay and East Bay closing their doors. No, no, they done. No, that's what I'm no, saying. New Year's Eve. That was it. Well, they there you done, go. Bro. So that's what I mean. It's like, I found those shoes. Through a magazine that, like... I don't even know how I got
1: East Bay magazines. Bro, and people don't understand, like... My little brother doesn't know what East Bay is. I feel like I barely know what East Bay... Like, I call, you know, the end of the fire in East Bay. You could still get um, retros on East Bay when I was... uh,
0: I say all that to say to go back to, like, the... Basically moving units. Like, I feel like coaches... We're putting that information in our hands like, yo, get these shoes. How do I get them on this magazine? So that's why I'm asking, have you, are you attempting to reach out to like, I don't know, the districts or to get involved in the curriculum so that it could just be instilled in school? Because that's where it starts. You know, when I was playing, boy, we doing summer leagues outside of just high school ball. Like, you got to stay good throughout well, the year. I'm
1: sure with you, probably AAU, right? AAU would probably be the best
2: route for you, right? Mm. AAU's huge, man. AAU, Any of the youth youth sports are amazing. I mean, they're huge. Um, but, yeah, like you say, you know, the days of uh, East Bay Magazine. I mean, that's how we ordered stuff, right? That's, yeah. You had to wait six weeks to get the shoes that you ordered, <laughs> so you had to order them way before the season started. Um, but, yeah, it's sad to see them go. Yeah. Um, yeah, for us, it's been direct-to-consumer. You know, going through the coach is a l- little more difficult because our product really can't be interchanged. For instance, you know, if, if you buy your team some, one kid gets one pair of gloves and he essentially uses those. Mm. You wouldn't want to have him using them and another kid using them and another kid using them just because, obviously, sweat and what have you. Um, so ours has been really more direct-to-consumer. Of course, we do work with coaches, and the bulk buys and things like that, you know, are amazing, but ours has been primarily direct-to-consumer. Amazon, you know, our website, you know, what have you. For sure.
1: Now for sure. I I I gotta ask. Um, I've I saw you guys had that huge collaboration with Lamelo, um, which you know when you talk about the NBA and basketball, he's one of the hottest names, uh, in the sport. How did that come about, and is there a, um, like a dream collab that you have, uh,
2: per se? Yeah. So um. Man, Melo had been using our products, I think, since high school. He'd been using them for quite a while, um, which was just another testament to the way we were able to get it out the way we did, you know, back in 2014, 2015. But uh, we made contact with his manager, Jermaine Jackson, who a former NBA player as well. And um, they just bought into the vision. They bought into where, you know, where we were going as a minority-owned company and the brand we'd established, you know, the credibility we established. And, you know, obviously, Melo believed in a product, so... For us, that was like a dream collab in the basketball space because I, you know, I say it all the time, and I guess it, you know it's debatable, but I think he's probably the most skilled basketball player in the NBA. If you think of dribbling, shooting, scoring in and out, passing, rebounding, defense. I mean, he might be the most skilled player in the NBA, in my opinion. So with us having skill development products, having a guy like that, especially so early in his career, was, uh, was an amazing partnership. So it's, it's, it's been great. And we do have a collab with him called the, uh, the One Ball Collection. He's the one-of-one. One, that's his phrase. So we have the one-ball collection, which is the first time we've ever deviated from our black and gold colors. And we did a black and red. He's, you know, one of his favorite colors. So uh, that that's out now. But a dream collab, man, there's, man, there's a bunch of folks. Um, you know, the guys like Ryan Garcia, guys like Tank Davis. I mean, we've, they've used our products. We've never, you know, formally, you know, discussed anything. But I think in the boxing space, those would be, you know, really good collabs. Of course, Stevenson. I mean, there's that especially that weight class. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of guys.
0: I wanna know more about the suit, man. I got to see it at the WBC Convention. Was very impressed because uh, you know, once in my t- in my life I was uh doing a lot of cat so I got that 40-pound vest, but that is very uncomfortable to run with. It was good to do pull-ups to increase my count, but trying to jog with that is just you bruise your shoulders. Uh obviously you gave Shadeja Green one um at the WBC convention. I seen her post it. she's loving it. Uh yeah, what's it made of? Is it sand? How much does it weigh? Can you put more weight? Is it just specific weights? Like, tell me all about the suit because Jared Anderson uses ankle weights. This is probably something, and he's a heavyweight. Like, he's the first heavyweight I've seen using ankle weights. So, like, this is probably something he would be interested in because he wants to be faster than normal heavyweights by using ankle weights. So, just uh, wondering.
2: Yeah, the power suit came about About three or four years ago, we started working on the power suit and um, we saw a space in a market where there was a bunch of weighted vests and a 40 pound weighted vest. I mean, I had six knee surgeries, 40 pound weighted vest. There's a lot of weight that's compressing down on your knees, your hips, your, you know, everything. It's all downward force. And so what we aim to do and and with the patented power suit that we have, it's a 10 pound weighted suit. It utilizes iron sand like our gloves. So it's a rubberized weight. So it wraps around your thigh. There's two chest plates, two back plates, and it's 10-pound standard. You can't increase the weight. Just our, our gloves, we've, we've kept that weight for a specific reason, and it was we don't want to introduce injury, but we do want to give additional weight. And neurologically, outside of doing something like you you know pull-ups or what have you, neurologically, your body shuts down when it feels too much weight because it knows it's foreign. So 10 pounds for the whole body is kind of that area where your body will still feel like it's you. It's it, Neurologically, it feels like it's still you, and you can train and get the benefits, you know, from actual performing the, the things you do with the weighted suit on. So it's a neoprene, it's like a one, it's a one piece, you know, it's uh you can wear clothes over it, you can wear clothes under it. Um and, just dip it in water and
1: and it's great also not just um obviously you have a huge market in basketball and boxing, but you know, football players are are using this, uh yeah. baseball players are using this. Soccer, yeah.
0: Take so it. Uh, sorry, because I got a text. It's funny. Someone's listening to the show and say, yo, I just got a boxing program approved in my school. Remember, Maestro, uh, a.k.a. Milkar, is a public school teacher in New York City. And it's something that we've been talking about a lot because, right, like, in public school, or at least when I was there, we had wrestling. Some of these rich schools, they got fencing. Why can't we get boxing? How is If we got football in all these schools, why is boxing like this you know scary sport if they're allowing wrestling and fencing and all these other things and you know I never understood it but this teacher just accomplished it so shout out to uh, Milkar, man, in New York City
1: big time i f- yeah. i feel like it's just such a niche thing man mhm it's like needing the interest like
0: we talk about but there's, most inner cities do boxing. so if you a, could at least get them approved in those inner city schools then they can compete against each other
1: yeah but here's the thing bro there's a lack there's a lack of uh judges and referees in the amateur system now at the national level so now you want it to be in the cities you know when we we need it on the big level like, we got
0: we got beautiful people like uh the WBC and Mauricio Suleiman I'm sure that he can make his officials. Just WBC officials because he's sanctioning body has their own. I'm sure he can make his officials available for public school uh, tournaments and things of that nature. He's got the Sugar Bird Tournament, which is WBC. Uh, you know, he they, he does a lot. And, and that's only one sanctioning body. Uh, there, there's other people in this sport that can help with that for sure.
2: It could be a like a feeder development too for those for those you know officials kind of going into yeah to be professionals like Listen, they do in NBA or NFL.
0: That wasn't my first convention. I remember when I went to the one in Cancun. I met an official and you know I got to learn about officiating. And you you can't just get a title fight. You have to have certain amount of rounds under your belt, certain amount of regional fights under your belt. So you're right. It can be a place to get these officials some experience that they also need because that's what's ruining boxing is some of this judging and the lack of officiating. Like, if more referees knew how to take a point, we probably won't have situations like Richard Richard Cologne. And, you know, uh, if they started using this instant replay like other sports use, we'd probably get the correct uh, results for some of these big fights versus the controversy. Uh, But outside of, you know, power hands, were you already a boxing fan?
2: Man, I've been a boxing fan since I was a kid. Oh, wow. I think I grew up just, you know, growing up and, and being a little overweight, not the most athletic kid, and wanted to make sure I wasn't bullied and things like that. I had a, a good friend of mine, his dad trained boxers, and so I started, you know, working out with him and, and then just fell in love with sports. sport. So, yeah, growing up watching, like, Pernell Whitaker and, and De La Hoya, of course, and Roy Jones, and, I mean, it was just, that was a great time for boxing, and I think it's coming back now. I think, uh, I think not that it really left, but I'm I think it's really exciting in a lot of weight divisions right now in the boxing space, so. We're really excited. We, you know, we met in the uh, at the WBC convention. We had announced our partnership with the WBC. So together, we'll be bringing innovation to the sport. You know, boxing is an it's an older sport. It's kind of mm-hmm. an antiquated in terms of innovation. So outside of the products we have today, the, the ideas we'll collaborate to incorporate other products, whether it be medical device, healthcare, rehab, training, what have you. So. Maybe adding a boxing league, high school, you know, junior high school that's boxing what's league needed. might be something we have. Yeah, that's dope. It's funny.
1: We, I mean, think w- about we it. We talked about uh East Bay and you were able to get power hands into East Bay right before they uh Yep. Because they were owned by
2: owned by Foot Locker. Mm. So yeah, Foot Locker owned East Bay or there was some connection. So that's how we how we got through East Bay. That's
0: pretty dope. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh this conversation is is um is needed on a greater level because boys and girls clubs are gone. Like, yeah, some are there, but there used to be dozens in inner cities. Like, in my own hometown, they've taken them away. Like, Shaq's is still there because he's Shaq. But, like, most of the boys and girls clubs are gone. That's where most of the boxing was happening, and that's gone. So, yeah, man, it it would be amazing if somebody can do it, uh, you know, citywide or statewide put it into uh the schools cause it's like you said, we'll be able to not only would the offici offic- the officials get to be able to uh have that theater, but we will too. Cause it will give us a new crop of fighters. We won't keep losing them to basketball and football.
2: Yeah. It'd be dope to get a media player on that too. I was talking I was talking to a group man and I said, you know, growing up when we grew up, you could watch the Olympics on, on TV. Mm-hmm. Right? The boxing, Olympic boxing's on TV. Nowadays, I mean to catch it on, you got to catch a streaming device or yeah. something. Like, you just don't no, know so the fighters that way, you know?
0: It's not even as um, big as it was, though, you know? Like, the world stopped back in the day for the Olympics. I don't think... I mean... Do they get the same amount of views? Or is the World Cup still think, the biggest thing?
1: No, I mean, I think, uh yeah, the World Cup's always the biggest thing. Um, But I just think that the last one was so weird because of the pandemic. It wasn't that the same. But boxing, it looks
0: like we're not even going to get yeah. it. There's always something new with boxing. And, you know, is it going to be part or not? As of right now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's a no. So for the for the next two, right? So I feel like when we were in Acapulco, you said that Dre enjoyed the gloves so much he He's part of the company now, right?
2: Yeah, so so Dre's an equity holder. So when he came on board, um, it's funny because he was kind of on his hiatus at the time. And then he had signed with Rock Nation, and he was coming back for, like, his first fight. And so Rock Nation reached out probably two weeks after he signed and said, hey, we just met with Dre. We just signed him. And one of the first things he said he wants to do is partner with you guys and bring your innovation to the boxing space. And so, you know, Dre's one of those guys. He's very intentional. Like, he's you know, he's not the type of guy to jump into something if he doesn't really believe in it. And so he's the guy that when I get on the phone with him, like he wants to get out of the details of like how we're manufacturing and develop it. He had a, he had a really good friend that was a designer at Jordan brand forever. And um, I mean, this guy I mean, top designer, everything. And he was like, I want you to meet with Jason. His name was Jason maiden, a uh, solid guy. I want you to meet with Jason to go over the design. what We can do with this. And da, da, da. So he like, Trey was very integral in like actually creating that product. Cause it's different than our other gloves. It's more flexible, right? There's, it's, it has more breathability. There's other things that took place. So yeah, he's a, he's an equity holder and, you know, we still we still discuss the business and everything moving forward. So he's been very integral. So he completely
0: designed the boxing power hand.
2: Yeah, together, together, me, Dre, and and then my co-founder, uh, who's also my wife, Danielle Ser- Serenity Jones. We we uh, we designed the boxing glove,
0: which is interesting because you said in one of the conversations he said it's unnatural to hold something in your hand. <clears throat> I feel like inside the glove there's a leather strip. Did he have you put anything for them to grip or no?
2: No, so uh, essentially he was saying, like, your hands are kind of loose, right? And I don't want to misquote, but your hands are loose kind of until contact yes. versus being clenched, right? For so, sure, for sure. So he's saying if you're holding a dumbbell and you're sitting here doing these punching movements, it's, it's unnatural because you're not you're not clenched the whole time you're punching. Very true. And so he was saying that, but he also was talking about how you punch at different speeds with different weights. So two or three pounds, it's okay to punch from an understand under point, but if you're overhand punching hooks, there's there's damage that can be done to your shoulders, your elbows, what have you. So with gloves on, especially at one pound, 15 minutes, you can punch at all angles, high velocity, right? And, you're, and you're, the risk of injury is completely reduced. So, yeah, he was, he's, he's been super integral, man. He's been amazing.
0: Now, for sure, it is more difficult to do, like, left hooks with dumbbells. hmm Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. It's funny because I, I, I've seen Johnny Rice in the gym, and that dude uses 10 pounds. 10 pounds each hand. <clears throat> Um, and you were specific in the suit not being a different weight. What about bigger guys or football players? Would it ever change? Would you ever cater? Uh, think about changing the weight for linemen or something, right? Like if they want to practice, no.
2: For the suit, for the suit, there's been like one-off scenarios where a specific lineman that's a 350 pound, 400 pound lineman wants a different suit. Like we may increase it to 15 or 15 pounds or so. But irregardless of 300 pounds or 400 pounds, when you put a a specific number of weight over what you're used to carrying, your body doesn't connect it anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So it actually shuts off and you do more damage than, you, than it is than it is good. You, weight resistance is fine, but it depends on how you're doing it. If you're jumping, the impact on your knees depends on how you're using it. If you're doing pull-ups, not a big deal. Step-ups, not a big deal. But we've kept it very standard. We, we didn't want to introduce injury, but we did want added weight resistance. And really the benefit, people think about the gloves and they think about upper body strength or whatever, you know, it actually in- improves your kinetic chain, which is your core strength, core stability. If you think about balancing yourself with, with weighted gloves, you have to, your core has to st- stabilize you. Mm-hmm. So kicking a soccer ball, you could improve kicking a soccer ball. You could increase your vertical jump. There's all these things that take place with a weighted glove, and it's based on improving the kinetic chain. And there's, uh, there's some studies and things out there that uh, they've, they've actually proven this. So so how long has the company been around? We launched in 2014. Uh, October of 2014. So it's about oh, so seven, seven, plus years. And who, who runs the social media? Um, so we've got we've got we just got a new guy, actually. Okay. Uh, we had a third party group. We just got a new guy, uh, Eric Cornacion. Uh he's a big boxing fan too. Um yeah. and so, Cornacion yeah. sounds Puerto, just, Puerto Rican. Filipino, I want to okay.
1: say. I've so, seen I've seen some humor at a, on a lot of the posts. Uh yeah. like uh I think there was this one where uh player kept fumbling nobody could get the ball and they're like see if you train with power uh if you train with power hands they would have been able to uh grip the ball so
2: yeah we try to add some levity you know uh and try not to be intentional about like trying to sell people versus like educating and saying here we're going to educate you on why but then you got to throw some some things and add some levity so it's not always so like selling a product so i gotta ask man because
0: uh speaking of selling have you had the conversation with Dre to be more... I mean, I feel like if he... Because people respect him a lot. I feel like if he maybe chose certain fighters or just went to certain places, he could maybe move a lot of units. Is that just not his thing? He wants to be in the back. Have you had that conversation? Do you care if he takes a bigger role to sell more units or that doesn't matter, matter
2: to you? Yeah, no, no, no. Um you know, it's all about time. And, uh, and you know, Dre retired, obviously, and, and, you know, obviously, he's a, you know, devout family man and what have you. And so, uh, yeah, as, as involved as he can be with the time that he has, you know, he's always been, you know, um, there's been certain fighters that have asked him to come kind of help out in camps or give advice. And he'll, he'll call us and say, hey, I need you to send some product to XYZ. I need you to send some product to XYZ. So he's always been very good about that. He's always been, you know, one of the best athletes. We've worked with a bunch from David Ortiz to Isaiah Thomas to a bunch of guys, but but Andre's been one of the best in terms of like actually. Wait, Big up Poppy, guys. David
0: Ortiz? Big Poppy, yeah. He oh, was shout big, out to
2: my Dominican brethren. Yeah, yeah, Big Poppy. He was um he was one of our ambassadors. He's an equity holder. Uh, oh, he is as well. Years. He's an equity holder Oh, well. nice. last two years. Yeah, last two years of his career. Um yeah, poppy on the baseball side. That's
0: gotta be amazing to make a product that fits every sport. Cause now I can see them using the, the baseball bat. Yeah. Or even Duh. trying to pitch with it, right?
2: Big time. Big time. That's crazy. They've done studies with weighted gloves on pitching. Increases increases throwing power, you know, throwing speed, bat speed, even golf. We had a golf product that we never even took to market that ended up on the golf channel. And uh, our patent attorney called me and said, hey, your gloves are on the golf channel. I'm like, no. He's like, turn it on. So I turned it on, and they were on the golf channel. Martin Hall was talking about increasing your club head speed to hit the ball further. We hadn't even taken that one to market. We had just sent out samples of some golf trainers to get feedback. So it's amazing. Like when you start to think about all the markets. I thought about it just for basketball when I first came in. It was just basketball. And then it's And that's because you play, right? That's because I played basketball, yeah.
0: Tall as heck, man. Yeah. How would six six?
2: Man, six two and a half.
0: I'm what? six two. Wow. I thought you were taller than me. You look tall. Gotta know, be the six, suit. Six two.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, he does look
0: tall as me. Right? Yeah. Six two. What the heck? 6'2". two. Um now it's such a great product. And you've had so much success. Has this, I don't know, opened your appetite for different lanes and avenues of, of, of you know, innovation for different products? Not Power Hands, just other companies, or are you just sticking with this because basketball is your passion and it, it's brought you this far?
2: Yeah, no, man. I'm an,
0: I'm an entrepreneur.
2: You know, I um, I actually just came back as a CEO for Power Hands maybe maybe thirty days ago. So I actually, my wife and I co-founded it and then she took over as a CEO uh, for the, since 20, geez, 2016, she was a CEO up until a month and a half, two months ago. So um, I've done a bunch of entrepreneurial ventures. I, uh, we invested in a company called Oxfit, which is a fitness performance device, AI, you know, technology competes with Peloton, Tonal. Um, I was an executive there for the last year and a half and we got off to a great start, but I, you know, I, I advise entrepreneurs and I just love the, I love the entrepreneurial space. So. This won't be the last one. And, you know, we're actually going to be looking for a CEO for Powerhands. We'll do a worldwide search for a CEO here in the next six months. Oh, wow. And then I'll jump off. And, and again, like I said, I have ADHD when it comes to. So you know, what's like, the next big project? I don't know yet. I've got so many things I'm passionate about. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's starting a boxing league. Yeah. Maybe it's a high school boxing league.
0: We would, we would definitely uh, love
2: that. We have a foundation as well. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention called the Power to Give Foundation. So as you were talking about that, I was thinking, man, through our foundation, we could actually probably do some stuff, even Absolutely. if it's grassroots, just to get the ball moving.
0: Yeah, because we're losing gyms, man. Yeah. Exactly.
2: The, the,
0: the cities don't have, I mean, obviously here, <laughs> I probably sound bad saying that here because there's a gym in every corner in Vegas, but it's not like that on the East, man. I lived in the East so East Coast a lot uh, of my life, and it's not like that on the East. And even
1: here, I bet you can't. Off the top of my head, I don't know of a free gym for the
0: kids. Oh, free! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know about free. I don't think there's anything free in this life. That's what I'm saying. Once they took Boys and Girls Club, I don't know where would you. I mean, I remember in my neighborhood we had a church bas- basketball uh, club, but it was in the basement of the church. So but see, that's what I'm saying. Like if you, if you're a,
1: if you're an 11 or 12 year old in school, you might have to pay like your uniform fee, but the basketball coach ain't charging you no registration fee true. to hope for your school, like which is true. And this is why paying for AAU, right? And this but, is
0: why getting it approved in schools is easy because most gyms, basketball gyms, have enough space for a full court and more, right? So there can still be a section of that basketball here's, for, here's, for boxing. Here's
1: a problem, bro. You're gonna get people involved that ain't got no business being involved, like. There is Not bas- only that, but the there basketball is basket- tickets sell. There's basketball yeah. and football coaches. And basketball is different, right? But with football, like, they have no business coaching and they're going to get a player killed. You know what I'm saying? Um, Right now... Yeah, but
0: that's why the person that established it, you know, you, you got to set up a uh, chain of command and, you know, everything. Yeah. You put the people in place. You can't just let the schools who don't know about boxing give you the trainers and officials.
2: Yeah. It definitely has to be some <coughs> certifications for sure, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because especially high schools, I mean, to be the football, head football coach or basketball coach, typically you got to be a teacher.
0: And let me tell you, they're thinking wrong anyway, whoever they are, right? Because there's how many retired fighters that need a job? Let him go be the boxing coach at whatever elementary school. It's that simple versus getting someone that doesn't know about it to try and do something. It's about, you know, yeah, who's putting everybody in position. They got to want to do it. Like, it's not as simple as... as Who? The fighter? Yeah, like... But there's a lot. Look at Lonnie B. Lonnie B's training people. There's so many fighters that train people. It's kind of a... You know, it's kind of part of being a boxer. Like, most of them are personal trainers. If they don't already have a day job, their side job is yeah, personal training. So,
1: you talking about you charging now per hour versus sending them to a public school that's already underfunded like what you talking about is is far from simple like there was there was one school bro they they closed A boxing program cuz they couldn't get another school in the city of Chicago one of the top 4 biggest schools in the, in this country they couldn't get nah, one I'm other school I'm not telling you it's easy brother one, I'm
0: not telling you it's easy nothing is easy but it can happen it's simple said it can that happen That simple
1: Man, yeah, I, I think wish, I think in I most wish. inner
0: cities we we can get uh some schools and some boxing programs approved in most inner cities. I'm shocked to hear you say that it, it didn't work in Chicago. Yeah. And that was a private school. Oh, well there goes your problem. It you probably needed to be public. Okay. It, you know,
1: public it's an inner private, city sport. So so it's an inner city sport. <clears throat> so a private school in the inner bro there wasn't not one other school in the entire city with a program. I not, get you. Not
0: one willing to get a program. I get you, but private school means private money. Means they're funded. Right. Means they can do the programs. Right.
1: And, so, I, and I'm it's different. And, I, and I'm telling you that that closed because they thought, oh, we'll start it and we'll get other schools to want to do it. And nobody in the entire city funding. Moves. Funding. I, I know. That's why it won't be simple. Funding. Gotta get funding. And you the crazy thing is,
2: you think about all of like the boxing gyms, man. You got like rumble boxing and title boxing and Mayweather boxing and this boxing and they got all these like you know fitness boxing gyms. You would think that I mean, it's not an expensive sport. It's not like baseball where you gotta have a mitt, a hundred dollar mitt, hundred dollar bat. I mean, you get some gloves, regular gloves. That's, that's cheap, cheap you know, too, bro. Think,
0: nah, yeah. nah, it's expensive cheap. though because gloves is like one seventy
1: five. No, nah, and that's what I'm saying. Shit, I was paying man two fifty. Four hundred for a bat, and we're talking. Tennis. Oh wow, you paying two fifty for a bat? Four hundred for a bat.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh, we talking and, and ten years ago? Oh yeah, in gloves, yeah, gloves. Cleats. Yo, in boxing, you you get a pair, you get a pair of, p- of gloves and some wraps. I mean, I you don't mean, need like cheap, the nicest shoes. Some cheap
0: shit though. You yeah. can get some like eighty dollar, sixty dollar Amazon uh, yeah. Everlast, you know, gloves, but it ain't the best. No, yeah, yeah you I mean, got to I mean. get like Everlast MX. Like, the ones I got, them like 200 and something dollar gloves. I got a discount with Everlast.
2: Well, I know the margins on those things, and the margins of those things are good. So, here's what I would say. I would say that if this program started, there's a bunch of these boxing glove companies or whatever. Oh, absolutely. They should be putting out some—they got some write-offs that they need, too. They should be putting out and donating no, Everlast, 20, 30 pair of gloves to each— You know,
0: Everlast does that all day. Yeah. Believe me, they do that all day. So it, again, it just takes someone that cares and and then wants to invest their time in it. I I know he finds what I'm saying to sound crazy about it being easy, but I think yeah, when you uh, know the the players, you can make it come together. I think you know? it's you know I
1: think uh, something is doable and I think something should be done, but. Man, think about it. You you said uh boys and girls club. How many of those bro the fucking uh who sells the popcorn and the cookies? The the, the little Scouts. kids. Bro, that's the only thing keeping them alive is the fucking cookies.
0: No, that's, nobody, a, that's that's huge though. Nobody
1: cares about the camping anymore. Nobody. Like who's going to learn to camp and and tie knots? Bro, I they mean, teach those kids to sell
0: cookies and popcorn. I hear you. Um I can't talk about now, but I was a Boy Scout. I went... I did the whole sleepover, and I had to learn my knots. Had my little red utility knife. You talking 40 years ago, brother. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I don't... I can't talk about now. But when I went, we was tying knots, man. Cooking marshmallows.
1: (laughs) I don't even hear about those things no more.
0: It's hard, man. You got... You live
1: in a day and age where you have high school athletes that won't even play high school sports and they'll just play AAU and and go that route.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's true. I that's mean, true. I mean, look look at just star uh, Look at just LaMelo is a very unique case. Yeah, he's a unique case. LaMelo's a very unique case. And it's I, crazy because I saw I saw their whole upcoming and and I was like, it was the dad. It was always, a, but man, and I think, I think he, he, gets it, man. he gets a bad rap. He gets a bad rap, man. He he's a man
2: now. Yeah, he's a
1: man now yeah. because you know he he did it.
2: Yeah, he did it. It's like he got on some people's nerves, but it's like, man, that dude and is that, like a great dad. And now you know he's I mean? chilling.
1: Yeah, he ain't in front of the cameras or the team. None of that. Now he's chilling, but he
2: did it. He got his kids. He got him. He got him where they need to be, and he was always there. Like I mean, I, I think that should be applauded. Versus him getting on people's nerves, it's like we're talking about fatherless homes. You know what I mean? The amount that a father's homes are on. You got a guy like that that is super involved and
1: super involved and and and, and just betting on his kids Believes. at the end of the day. Believes. Like he's betting on them. He's telling them that they're the best.
2: Yep. Yep. You know, so um, he made it happen for sure. It could be done though. I think the I think the league could be done. I think. Oh, I I'm, think we. I think we could something done. in him. I think. I think it's confident. It could be. we to have
0: done. A, a new interview one year from now announcing it. Have yeah. to start
2: small. I think yeah. I have to start small and 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 improve the model out. But I think, you know, I think it teaches discipline too. It's like karate, right? I mean, how many parents are putting their kids in karate, like so to say? Hey, the elementary has a and boxing think- program, and you teach respect and you teach accountability and things around it, I think there could be something good. If you
0: get enough ambassadors, you know, enough Andre Wards to go to the schools, those kids will sign up. If they drop out 30 days later, that that that's something else. But you get a couple of ambassadors to show up to the school, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going to start this league. Who wants to sign up? The right fighter at the right school going to get a couple dozen people to sign up. And that's all you need.
2: Man, it just made me think. A good friend of mine, Tristan Ellison, he's got a he's got a boxing group called Te- uh, Team Tef Boxing. Got some good up, young up and coming fighters. Uh, he's out of Dallas. Uh, um, he's got a, a nonprofit called Brodies and Bullies that he created on a young young kid that was getting bullied, and he took this kid under his wing and taught him how to box and whatever else. And the kid just got like amazing confidence and lost weight, and it was an amazing story. And I would be botching it to try to tell it, but. His nonprofit was around that, was around getting kids in elementary and junior high school to learn how to box for self-confidence and to be able to not get bullied and do those types of things. So, yeah, I'm inspired now, man. I'm Listen, inspired. I'm telling you, What Would look, it be?
0: Would it be? You can bring me on as a consultant because guys you need to get with are like Calvin Ford, whose gym is the same thing. He created his gym to get kids out of the inner city and off the from the inner city off the streets. Barry Hunter, he's got a Boys and Girls Club type of compound out there. So these guys already are doing it. They would want to come on board. I know a Stephen Edwards, he may not have the gym from the city, but his mindset is like that. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of other, you know, uh trainers that are training out of community centers or boys and girls clubs that those gotta be the ones that say, yeah, because of where you at anyway. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, and it'll help them get funding because all these gyms need equipment. I know in Elizabeth, where, where I used to train uh, when I lived in in Elizabeth, what's his name? But it's it's a rec center there. Like, there's just not enough of them. Um, but yeah, you, you know, there's certain people like Calvin and others with big names that are already doing it. And if we just brought everyone together and showed the world that there's multiple people doing it all over, it, it would get bigger. It just needs attention.
2: Yeah.
0: That's all that it needs. But, yeah, I don't want to bore you forever. Look at Danny giving me the long face. Like, this guy's so optimistic. Nah, yo, this guy,
1: this guy, I swear to God, the way he talks, he'll save the world.
0: Like, he doesn't get it. No, like, no, no, this no. was a hobby for me. No, but, and look at where I'm at now. Bro, it's just like. You know what I'm saying? So,
2: he doesn't I'm, see my optimism because he didn't live he thinks, it. He thinks I'm pessimist. I'm just a realist. But I think, but I think I, that's probably what makes this show so entertaining, though. I wasn't aware of the show until after we, you know, we met. Knock Now I listen all the time. Oh, that's amazing. But I amazing. think that balance, right? I think that balance is. I don't think it's pessimism per se, but I think the balance of you two, that's that works. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't work if it was if it was otherwise. But I mean, I like the optimistic side. I like to lean optimistic, but I am a realist. I, I'm not gonna go bite off. I'm not gonna say I would try to do this program across the country immediately, but I'd. I test it out in an area and see if it works. Go to the Dallas Independent School District. Robert Garcia, there.
0: he did what he do in San Antonio. I mean, this is right up some of these big name trainers. This is right up their alley. Is just missing connecting them all so that it's universal. But Robert did something in San Antonio, and that's how he found two champions. He's got two champions something. now. Let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> the National Football League, they own the day of the week. Like Sunday belongs There's to them. Pessimism. No, 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 no. Listen, because because. I just want to uh, be realistic with you. The National Football League, they bought Sunday from the church. Like, they own, like, it's, 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 it's I think it's the church, then, then it's football. But look, they own Sunday, bro. They don't have nothing nationwide for football in high schools. Nothing. It's state to state to state. So you think it's so simple. Why don't we have a national champion in
0: high school? Why don't we have for football, for, for basketball? I mean, but we already do for bat for for boxing, though. We got nationals, so it's right up our alley. You're, you're mixing a sport that doesn't have anything to do with us. So
1: that's what I'm saying. Let's invest in that. Let's not create a new lane like you think it's easy in the school system. If it's so easy, it would already exist, but no, it doesn't. No, it's just we didn't exist, the people with the passion for it. But I'm saying it doesn't exist in the sport that is 100
0: times bigger than boxing. Brother, just because something is bigger doesn't mean that it's more important or better. We're a niche sport. We, we've still been around for how many years? No, nah, I
1: hear you. I'm just saying, I just... To me, I'm like, damn. So, we need to... I mean, it's whatever. Dan, you, are you familiar with pickleball? With pickleball? Pickleball, have you heard of it? Um, I've heard that... I've seen a lot of people, uh, a lot of, like, professional athletes invest in it recently. Like, yeah, the, they just started a team out here The yeah. like, I, I don't know the name of it, but... um, It's going crazy. Like, and when yeah. I first heard of it,
2: I was like, you got tennis, you got ping pong, you got I mean, like pickleball. Man, that thing is going nuts. There you like, go. Like, nuts, nuts, nuts. You know? And and it was like those things, like, well, it never existed. But then you create it. I mean, you never know, man. So... You know, you only time will tell. But um
0: Look, the teacher just super chat. He says, schools are the key. We have a program, and another school in the Bronx has a program. We should build the model in New York City through the USA Boxing and expand. I'm telling you, it takes one, bruh. It takes one, and it may not be easy, Uh, but... It can get done. No, no. You know, you just kept saying
1: it's. It'd be so simple, so simple, and I'm like, it wouldn't be simple. I think simple. for people,
0: for 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 specific people, you know, if you know the players, you know the players. Again, if you can get in touch, if you got the funding, and you can get in touch with Robert and the other coaches that I name, they need equipment. They need attention on their gyms. They want more publicity so they can get more kids into their gyms because ultimately that's what they're doing it for, you know? I mean, again, I bring up Robert, and he's being a hater. He could be telling you the story because both of Robert's champions are your favorite fighters. They came out of nowhere. Who who were the fighters? Uh, Bam Rodriguez and and, uh, and the brother. They came out of nowhere, and they came based out that program that he created in San Antonio. Same thing I'm talking about. And now look at him. So he invested in a in a state he's not from, found two fighters where he's not from, took them under his wing, and now he making money off him. And mm. his gym is still out there. His gym is still out there, you know? But I don't know. I guess it's just because this is the only sport I love. Like, I, I used to like basketball. Once that was a wrap, it was a wrap, yeah. <laughs> you know? But I don't want to keep you any longer. Please give out any social media you want the world to, uh, n- you know, follow you on. And if you just want to direct them to the power hands, that's okay, too. Um, and if—I I mean, I see you got some gloves there. I don't know if you wanted to show any—if there's anything different about these, or those are just the, the boxing gloves that Dre created yeah, along so with yourself?
2: The the initial boxing gloves were, were our striker gloves, and uh, which we still have those, but— um, the newer version is the uh, PowerFit gloves, which are boxing and fitness, but they're fingerless. So that way they mimic more like wearing wraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, they, you know, one pound in each glove, you know, size large and up. And, um, and uh, yeah, you can see the weight strategic place here. So these are iron sand pouches here on the thumb, on the back of the glove. On top of the glove to m- yeah, mimic something more natural for the fighter. Exactly. Yep. So, um, yeah, powerhands.com, powerhands with a Z. Uh, social handles uh, My handle is uh, Dr. Jones 32 Doctor? And, uh, Wait you a doctor Dr. doctor? No my middle initial is Ray So It's gotten confused But I typically let it slide anyway. <laughs> but no nah, Not doctor uh, But yeah Powerhands.com Powerhands on all the social sites um, So yeah Follow us You know give us feedback And uh, uh, We're looking forward to continue to grow in the sport
0: Danny a late question For you in the chat Why don't we get more Military boxing Which is true Cause look we got Jamel Harry uh. from there even mm-hmm. though that was Marines. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: I thought, because, uh, you know, I served, oh shit, I served for seven years. And I thought that serving, I would, you know, hear things and did for basketball. Mm-hmm. I did for basketball and, uh, you know, never for boxing. I I found out about military boxing through, like, another fighter. I think Sean Porter, maybe, or Ken Porter. One of the two put me on, but I never... And it was the Army. It wasn't even the Air Force. I was Air Force. I didn't even know about it. Uh, You know, like I said, I think Shauna can put me onto it.
0: Again, you started a program out there. You never know. You probably could have kept that going even after. And, like, been the coach or I mean, ran the gym. We, we kind
1: of gave the country back to the terrorists. So I, I don't mean well, in the, Afghan <laughs> alone. I'm just saying,
0: the
2: gym we opened was, was out I'm there. I'm just
0: saying, it still was a program that <laughs> yeah, you... Was. You know, it doesn't it have was. to
2: die in the Afghan. My they could have kept your name on the, on the building and all no, that stuff. No, look, right? it's...
0: some
1: um, Actually, you know what's so funny? The guy that I started with out there, he's uh from... I don't know if he's from Houston originally, but that's where he was residing at the time. But he actually moved out here now. To Vegas. Yeah. Did he start a gym? Um, I haven't spoke to him in a couple months. I don't believe so. Okay. I don't believe so, but uh, yeah, he did move
0: out here. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Don't forget to catch us tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. No. What? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow Saturday, tomorrow that's right He's out. out on a red
1: eye Yeah, red eye to DC for and the we team got,
0: fight We were supposed right. to do another show from Hardeen a day With the AVN Awards, is it? Awards? Yes,
1: the AVN but Awards But we've gotten
0: uh, nothing Yeah, we were supposed to do a
1: collab show with Alexis Texas I was looking forward to that Me too Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but catch us on the next one. Ringwoke Danny, Nez GTO, The Boxing Voice, and Power Hands in the building. We out. Thank you. Peace.